I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between it. Numbers one and three kids came home from their dads because it's almost time for back to school. Well, now it is time, but, you know, they had to come home and get themselves situated and get everything ready to go back. Yes. And over the summer, we have updated their chore charts on which they earn check marks towards allowance. Yes. In particular, the uh, number one child, because he he's getting older. And just to make sure he understands how life works, we give him more chores as he gets older. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so some of his check marks, like getting up and brushing his teeth and combing his hair, and are, we're, we're going to combine those into a Morning hygiene yeah, type morning, thing. Yeah, morning, morning self-care. Something, yeah. yeah, there are things that as you get older, you shouldn't really get credit for anymore or shouldn't get credit for each individual part of anymore. You, you do when you go out in the world. People appreciate that you combed your hair and brushed your teeth. but it, your, your life will just be a better place if you look and smell like you respect yourself. <laughs> yes, it helps. <laughs> But but as far as uh, allowance check marks go, we're not paying for that anymore. No. <laughs> but he is doing other things that he's asked if he could get credit for. And so after some explaining with him of, we can take some of these off of here to make room for the other ones that you want credit for. And he wasn't liking all of the more remedial tasks on there anymore either, because he's at the stage of sometimes losing almost as much as he's gained, and then it's a washout. As far as check marks, if he did 10 of 20 things that day, he comes out at nothing. Yes, because we subtract the missed items from the completed items to determine his overall allowance. He, he wanted to get rid of that problem. And he said, do we still have to do the minuses? Yep. <laughs> we are still doing minuses. <sighs> so, but... He, he understood, and we made some prototypes, and, and then, of course, number two child let them fly under the fridge, and nobody's <laughs> fished them out, so pieces of paper. <sighs> I've got to uh, print the, some new ones at the office. This was amazing to me that when you were like, okay, so where did this paper go? And number two starts running his mouth, but not exactly saying like, oh, it was me, I knocked them down. He just like, oh, let me look for them or let me, you know, he wants to be in charge of getting it somehow, you know. And then we we both know that he's done something. Of course, of <laughs> because course. he's quite sure that he knows where they are. He is, he is. <laughs> and then I asked him outright, number two child, do you know where they are? Yes. Did you do something that made them leave where they were at? You know, I didn't say, did you move them? Did you do something that made them leave where they were at? Yeah, they they fell under the fridge. (laughs) There must have been a tornado in our kitchen. There was. His name is the number two child. (laughs) It's true. Uh, But yeah, that that's a very minor problem to have around here. So we'll take it. (laughs) Right. We'll totally take it. Right. Yes. And he's been on some new meds that I think he started at the end of the school year, maybe the beginning of the summer. And overall, I think he's doing better. Right. He hadn't sworn at us since he's been on them. And we had a question of, should we give him the whole pill dose in the morning or the evening? And the half pill dose in the morning or the evening. And because we were doing the, yeah. Yeah, they say take one and a half pills 
every day, but they don't specify, and it's better for his system if he doesn't get it all at once. So yeah, he could take one. His fast metabolism. Yes, he could take a whole pill in the morning or a whole pill at night, and then the other half of a pill goes at the other time. Right. So yesterday being a weekend day, we tried the whole pill in the morning because we've been doing that at night, and we've been finding that by around dinner time, right before dinner, he's kind of wilty. And then right after dinner, he's really wound up. Mm-hmm. So having this full pill yesterday morning, I think made him a little tired and he was fighting the tired. And you know how they have those signs up in uh, workplaces so many days without an accident? You probably could have counted how many days since he had sworn at us. Yes. We had a whole bunch of them, more than we've ever had since he could talk. Yes. Like all of them at once, like all of them that he's been saving up for us. Yesterday? Yeah. No, he just called me. Oh, okay. Uh, fuck ass. Fuck ass, yeah. Call me a fuck ass. And I looked at you like... Hmm. He still doesn't know how to use the words, but he knows that they have power and he likes power. And he was mad. He was. Because I was telling him no for the like third or fifth or ninth time in the row about the exact same thing. And he wouldn't leave it. He wouldn't drop it. He couldn't walk away from that idea. No. And so he he swore and slammed his door, made number three child jump. I felt bad for her because he hasn't done that, like slamming things and sounding like he's about to be violent and swearing at people in a while. So we've all kind of like been settling into, wow, this is cool. Nobody's threatening us all day long. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It is true. (laughs) Yeah. But it got a a little crazy yesterday and he hasn't quite settled down again. No, he hasn't. But even so, in the meanwhile, it, it, it really has played up just how severe his cognitive deficiencies are now that we can get the behavioral deficiencies better managed. For example, when you told him in the morning when he was all ready to go and we were still trying to get ready to go, and so to give him something to do that he could feel useful and feel productive and feel happy about himself, you said to go take Bob for a walk out the front door. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah. And so he he put the leash on Bob, like spastically, because he was still <laughs> that's in spastic. How he does mode. everything. He was still in spastic mode. Yes. There's well, he's either in spastic or extra spastic, and or, or completely wilted. Yes. Those are our, those no, are the yeah. speeds we have. There is no medium. And so he was in you know mostly spastic mode there, and uh, he's getting the leash on Bob and getting a bag and trying to get me to explain to him which way he's going. And he's standing by the front door, putting the leash on, the dog. And I say, go out the front door. The door behind you is the front door to the house. It goes out in front of the house. Go that way. And he starts walking through the house yes. to the back door. And, and I say, no, no, the other door is to the front. That's the back. Well, am I going out back, back? And I said... No, Bob doesn't need a leash in the yard. He says, no, behind that back. I said... Back to the hiking trail behind yeah, our house. We're, no, you're going out the front door to the front of the house. And we went through this, like, I'm serious, like three minutes of <laughs> yes. which way the front door was. And I don't think it was just that he, he wanted to be out back. I think he's used to, oh, I have freedom. I'm going out back to play. And yes. so... 
he associated freedom with going out back of the yard mm-hmm. and kept trying to go out the front of the house the back way. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I'm the fuck ass. <laughs> According to him. Yes, yeah. well. And that's not even what it was about, but I mean, no, it's but kind still, of funny to me. It is. Yeah. Yes, this is, this is, you know, that we get into arguments with people who need to be reminded how and when to use the restroom, and they're still trying to tell us what to do and how and when. Yes. Yeah, no. So, so. He, he eventually found the front door, but by then Bob was kind of overdone with, you know, nervousness of what's happening here. Yeah. And so they went out and they came right back. Mm-hmm. And then I think you you and him had a conversation about it would be time to leave when it was two minutes to seven. <laughs> yes, we can we can get to the kids club starts at seven and we only live a few blocks from the school. So we'll leave at two minutes to seven. And what time would that be at two minutes before seven o'clock? And he sits there about and he five minutes. thinks and he thinks and I can see him sort of wiggling his fingers like he's counting on them and he's thinking and he's thinking and I hear him say three, four, five and I'm thinking two minutes backward from seven. Um a hundred twenty. <laughs> yeah, he came up with a lot of answers like that before we said it was already seven and you guys should leave. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite a process. It was, which, you know... Which we both were slightly convinced we could explain to him at least halfway, but... He's he's in third grade. He, you know, should understand the idea of 60 minutes in an hour and going forwards and backwards and adding hours and adding minutes and subtracting them and... Never mind. He understands two minutes to seven. And so he'd have to look at the clock and then he'd still have to figure out, is that two minutes to seven? Like he knows what you mean by two minutes, but actually happening? No. So anyhow. Yes. At two minutes to seven, we will go out the front door. See if you, this would be like, like verbal hide and seek in our house. Where will I be? <laughs> and when? <laughs> and what time will it be when I get there? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. Well, I think that was like, was that our first day of school or second? It was one of the very first days of yeah, school. And that's we, why they were all ready and yeah. ready to go. Well, we were very... Um, structured? Yeah, but we were prepared. We had made sure we were prepared with everything, like lunches and clothes and all kinds of nonsense, Mm -hmm. so that we could manage the first week of school with the most success possible, which we did. We did. We totally did. And now we're... We did finish the first week strong. We we kept it all together for the entire week. Although there were a few more hiccups, and it was kind of interesting to see. Well, I was uh, I was doing the med thing too, but you oh know. goodness, yes! Tell us about the med thing, please. Well, the week before school started, I was talking to his doctor's office and saying, "Hey, I'm going to need the form now that his we had just gone there." I'm going to need the form so the school can give him his meds at lunchtime. And they said, okay. And then I called again and probably again. And then I got a form faxed to me from the doctor with the wrong medication on it. It is a medication that he takes. Right. But it's not the one that he takes in the middle of the day at school. No. And, you know, his doctor that retired had this down pat. And this is a good doctor, but she's got some problems with her program. 
in the computer because this is, as soon as she got the reins, his meds started going to the wrong pharmacy across town, practically going out of town. Mm-hmm. And then... Did they change their system, their computer system at that same time? They did. They changed the computer system at his doctor's office and then the, and they changed the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so his meds were going to the wrong place and the wrong meds were also going to that place under his name, but not his meds. They had attached his name to some other kid's file and were trying to... Uh-huh. Yeah, no. So I got this back from them and this is Thursday. And I know that because I called them and I said, hey... Uh, this isn't the med he takes. I'm going to fax you a sheet back of what the doctor told me he was taking when with a note to her that says, tell me if this is correct or if I need to make a correction. I understand these meds at this time, then these ones at this time, then these ones at this time. In other words, it's entirely possible that the mistake is on my end. That way it'll be easier for you to fix it when I know it's really your mistake. Well, yes. And if I'm... If I've got a different system going on than what she expects, I'm going to not have enough meds either. Right. So I send it to them. I don't hear anything. So Friday morning, I call them. And I've had pretty good success with them on even on Fridays. And um, they say, well, she's gone out of the office until Tuesday. Uh, and I'm like, Fuck. School starts on Monday. It does. And they can't give him his pills without no. the form. No. And knowing that this is always a possibility, I tend to, on the first couple of days of school, I don't have something in my middle of my day because I know I might be driving to his school. Yes. So I had that ready. So then a little while later, the, the clinic calls me from the school because they're there just like you were at your school the week before. They're all there. And they say, hey, just checking. Do you have a med form for us? And I said, well, yes and no. <laughs> I have a med form. However, it is not the correct form because he has a med change. And I just explained it that way to them. I didn't want to say that Dr. Got is a different thing than I have, yeah. and I don't want to explain all that. Nope. So it doesn't have the right thing. I'm trying to resolve it. I might not have it resolved till Monday, and I'm not going to bring the meds until I have the form because I'm going to have to come there and give him meds anyway. Right. And I don't have extra pills. Nope. So on Tuesday, skipping all the way from Friday to Tuesday, mm-hmm. because now I've had to go give him pills. On the first day of, second day of school. Second day of school, the doctor's supposed to be back, and I call this doctor's office, and I say... Just checking that you do have my facts and that I'm in the queue for this to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And they say, yes, but I don't think she's going to be able to talk to you today because she's so she's totally booked. I say, okay, I understand that. Do you think we'll have this resolved this week? And they say, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they don't like pressure. No. They don't want you telling them what to do. Nope. I understand that. Right. And I, I'm only expecting it to be resolved by the end of the week. I think it can be done sooner, especially if I say that. Mm-hmm. I am correct. However, I don't know that. And so I'm checking the facts at work and nobody's called. And usually they'll call from her office and say, okay, we faxed you something. Yeah. So I check before it's time for him me to go bring him pills. I check. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, so it's on me. And then I check later and the facts had come right after that. Oh. With the right meds on it. And all I had to do is call the school and talk to the admin person who knows me and knows this med situation is important. Yes. As the whole admin of the school does. The, the entire team they, they know. knows our kid. They do. And how 
how important correct mental functioning is for his well-being and theirs. Yes, and how the medication is a big assistance in this factor. It totally is. So she answers, I say, hey, I have the right form from the doctor. She says, great. I'm watching the facts. Send it now. Aww. <laughs> That's what she usually says. Uh-huh. So I send it over and voila, only three days into the school year, they're dispensing his meds. Woohoo! So. That is good. Not bad. That is very good. What's even better, though, is that the the ones he has is they've been working well. They have been working well. Like we said, he hadn't sworn at us for like three or four months. He hadn't had a violent meltdown in three or four months. And this last one was not violent, but it was mm, more aggressive. But it still was not outright violent, throwing things, knocking tables over the toilet he used to do. But, you know, he's not the only one who's struggling with getting back onto a regular schedule. Like we said, number one was struggling to get back into his chore schedule. And he's in high school, so they don't always send home the supply lists before classes start because schedules can still change that first week of school. And so they usually just include their supply lists on each class syllabus. And here are the things that you'll need. And here are the dates that your assignments are due. And here's what we expect of you. And so I told him on the first day, just make a list for me, give it to me at the end of the first day, and sometime during the second day, I will go get these things for you. Right. He ended up making a text message list and sending it to me, which was perfectly acceptable. It's one of the options I had given him. Right. And he says, you know, one of the things that I thought was absolutely wonderful and shows that he really has come a long way was he said in one of the things in the list was a healthy work ethic. And then he put in parentheses, I can't seem to find it, but I bet I'll get it by tomorrow morning. (laughs) That is great. I know. I mean, like our autistic kid is cracking jokes and appropriate jokes about school and being positive. Yeah. And so the next day I went to the big box store and I got all the things and then I hand them to him and he texts me from school the next day which I hope was between classes because most teachers, the school rule is that you're not supposed to have your phone out. But I know that a lot of teachers will say, get your phone out and set yourself a reminder for this homework or get your phone out and trade phone numbers with your teammates on this group project or, you know, they'll make appropriate use of cell phones in the classroom. So they they instruct them, it is appropriate to use your phone at this time. Yes. And then they expect them to put it away. Yes. The school rule is that it's not supposed to be out, visible, or audible during instructional time. So he texts me from school and says, this notebook journal that I'm supposed to have, you got me a 70-page one, and it's supposed to be 200 pages. Okay. And I said, well, if you had said that in the initial list, I would have been able to do that for you, certainly. For future reference, if you communicate these kind of details ahead of time. Right. (laughs) then you're more likely to get what you want on the first try. Right. (laughs) And so, you know, I had him give me back the notebook and we got another one. And I think actually when I picked him up from his dad's house that day, because that was a Tuesday, I stopped at the supply store on our way home and I gave him a $5 bill and I sent him into the store while I drove around the parking lot with two small people in the back. So there's another reinforcer for tell me the details the first time or you'll go in the store yourself. Rawr. To me, that's a... That's a real punishment. So. <laughs> I know. I think it kind of is for him, too. Yeah. He, he doesn't like to go to the store with me if he doesn't have to. But I made him do it himself. So there. 
Now, number three, who is usually spot on about these things, with the exception of being a whiny butt and disliking bedtime. And she's a bit messy, but that's just me disliking paintbrushes stuck to my carpet. I will be the first one to admit that she comes by it, honestly, as do I. True. We are both kind of mess blind. Yeah. But... But if I say to her, hey, those paintbrushes are stuck to my carpet, please go clean that up. She she can usually manage that. She will, and she will do a fairly thorough job, and right. she will not fuss about it because she recognizes that it was her responsibility, and she missed it, so now it's still her responsibility. Right. So back to... So the first week of school, her responsibility, and it's even on her chore chart, that children will come promptly when they are picked up from wherever they are supposed to be, (laughs) you know, whether it's the after school kids club or from their father's house or from their other mother's house or whichever kid is coming from whichever place. One of their chores is coming promptly and politely and picked up. Yeah. And I think that must have been the middle of the week because... You pick her up for her class, and then they go to their dads. and Yeah. So then I usually get them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she was she was being naughty. So you go in there to pick her up. You mm-hmm. go in to pick him up. You address her, and she's there in the main entryway where you pick her up, right? Yeah, they're both in that big all-purpose room. Okay. And he sees me. And he did the same thing when I had picked him up probably Monday. Amazingly, it used to be I'd get in there and he'd say, oh, and he just looked at me and was like, okay, it's time to go. And he got his stuff. And he used to fuss so hard about having to leave his friends and come home. And he just came with me. That's amazing. Yeah. And she saw me and she She looked at you and you could see acknowledgement in her face. And she was stopping what she was doing. She was very slow, which is normal for her, especially after having been at her dad's and then being on our... She won't fuss, but she will be a little bit passive aggressive and a little bit um, intentionally dawdly and a little bit F you, I'm going to do the thing you want, but I'll do it my own way. And Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he was being prompt. So I didn't want to make him stand in there and wait. And I said to him, okay, let's go outside and wait for her. And I looked at her and she saw us and we went out and we got to the car, him and I, and some guy is in his car, a few cars down, talking on the phone, swearing up a storm. Uh, It's somebody who's obviously mad at him because he's saying things like, well, fine, I'll left and come right home every time. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking, so I'm talking to number two child, because I don't want him to hear this. Right. If I'm talking to him and I'm right in front of him, he's likely to hear me. And we're waiting and we're doing stuff at the car, mm-hmm. trying to occupy ourselves, thinking she's just dawdling. And then I finally say to him, well, let's go back in there and find her. And we walk in and she is engaged in something else. She had sat back down to do another thing. With a friend. She was not even getting ready to go. No. That naughty little booger. Yeah. And I was mad. <laughs> I was mad. And I said her Rightfully whole so. name. Oh, she hates it. She generally goes by an androgynous nickname, and she really likes her androgynous nickname. Yes. But I was mad, so I said her whole name. You and didn't even need to go into the middle or the last one. You just said her entire first name. Yes. With that tone of voice that a parent has when they are frustrated because you are doing the wrong thing again. Mm-hmm. And so she looked sort of horrified and everybody else kind of looked up. Not everybody, but I'd say 70% of the people in the room, including the staff, looked up like, whoa, that one's in trouble? 
because she doesn't cause a lot of trouble. But they knew what she was doing because they they didn't seem surprised. And they they also have seen her do this kind of stuff. I mean, she's just, this is her speed. Like like when you play a podcast and you're listening and you want to hurry up and listen, you sometimes play it on one and a half. Sometimes even on two. Right. But there's other choices of you could play it at half speed. And that's what speed she likes to run at when she doesn't want to do something. She will continue to do the thing because she knows that there will be bigger consequences if she does not do the thing. But she really doesn't want to do the thing, so she'll do it on 0.5 speed. Yes. So I said her whole name, her first name, and she was sort of horrified. And um, <laughs> Rightfully got, so. got right up and got, got out of there. Yes. And, uh, you know, people who had looked up saw her get up and then were like, oh, okay. And then you could see them kind of thinking and then go back to what they were doing. And... <laughs> and um, Number two child, who, like everybody knows who's been listening to this for however long we've been talking to one of these microphones, yes, can be a real dick about a lot of things. He can. Is typically a very empathetic person otherwise. Yes. And he says to me, I think you embarrassed her. Oh. Did you mean to embarrass her? <laughs> and I'm mad, so I say, well... That's what happens when you don't listen when you're supposed to. Yes. And he's like, oh. And that's kind of our concept of punishment in general. We don't like to punish, but occasionally we do. And the idea is that it is supposed to be unpleasant because the unpleasantness will ideally help you remember not to do the stupid thing again. Yes, which I thoroughly explained to number two child this morning when he was doing stupid things. But anyway... No, you're not supposed to like timeout. No, you're not supposed to like extra chores. No, you're not supposed to like being called your entire first name. She didn't say another word. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not till you got to the car. Yeah. And then, yeah, then we got in the car and he was just still kind of shocked and looking at her like trying to figure out what she was going through. And um, he starts talking and she rips into him about something just because she's mad and she's going to take it out on him. And so... I scolded her. Rightfully so. Yeah. And I said, look, you're angry because you got in trouble for not doing what you're supposed to. And now you're giving your brother a hard time because you're angry. And that is not okay. So she stopped. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, he gives you plenty of other things to give him a hard time about. You don't need to pick on him right now. (laughs) Absolutely not. No, just, you know, that's enough. Right. You'll stop now. And we're not that far from our house. No, you know, so the school is, no, it is it's not. not That's the whole two minutes thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they made it home. They did. Yeah. And then we're sitting down to dinner and I put my phone on the corner of the table because I just want it out of my pocket while I sit down. And oh, she, she just, goes off again. <laughs> she decides to boss you. She did. I'm like, <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Mom, you know there's no phones at the table. <laughs> I'm looking at her like, oh, child, you really don't want to do this. But apparently you need explaining about that. And so she got the explanation. She did. In the stern tone and with all of the words. Yes. <laughs> Silly child. So, yeah, that's just that's just how it is with a slightly misbehaving child. Well, I love that one of ours is only slightly occasionally misbehaving. Yes. Like I asked her this morning, I said, um, are you full of good choices today? And she says, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) 
She was considering some of the more tempting ones, was she? She was, she was, because I had said that the dog, I said, Bob, you're full of nonsense today, because he was jumping up and being a silly dog. Uh And I said, you know, number three child, what are you full of today? And then number two had been having a really rough time, and we made a quiet comment that the children didn't hear about what he's full of today. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I asked number three, are you full of good choices and listening today? And she says, mostly. And I'm like, okay, thank you for being honest. I don't want to commit to that, but oh, I'll try. (laughs) I'll take it. I appreciate that. I like mostly listening. I like mostly good choices. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting closer with all of them, though. Oh, we're, we're getting way closer. Even with the problems yesterday, he only swore at me once. And he didn't damage anything or hurt anybody. Oh, and then he came downstairs all by himself and apologized and corrected himself. He did, which was kind of amazing because I was getting ready to go up there and have the talk with him. Yeah, and you didn't have to. He just came down and... I'm sorry, Dad. I was wrong. I, my mouth was probably hanging open and I was like... And we've been practicing those words, he and I, yes. on a fairly regular basis. And yes. I will intentionally make silly mistakes on a fairly regular basis so he can see me modeling, oh, silly me, I poured the jelly into the cup instead of the milk. I'm sorry, I was wrong. And he'll ha 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 Right. We're trying to model for him. I was wrong, because we all are wrong sometimes. It happens. Sometimes we're wrong a lot. Yes. That happens too. Yes. And when we are, it's good to say, I was wrong. And he doesn't have that concept, but he's starting to get a glimpse of it right now. He is. He's starting to understand that if you admit that you're wrong, you can quit being wrong. Yes. If you don't admit that you're wrong and you try and hide that you were wrong, other people will still see that you were wrong. And you might be stuck there. Yeah. You don't want to be wrong, then either don't be wrong or quit being wrong. Yeah, one or the other. And he is not going to achieve don't be wrong, so he needs to regularly quit being wrong. I had been getting used to him being fairly well-behaved lately, so being right. Yeah. So, But it it was so surprising that he just did it himself, and it was sincere. It wasn't just a... I'm going to say this so then I can ask you for what I want again, mm-hmm. which really was the biggest problem yesterday of what he wanted was not on my to-do list. And the way he was approaching things made the things that were considered to be on my to-do list sidelined. So he wasn't getting what he wanted, but it's sort of like that cartoon you sent to me. Maybe you'll have to. Uh, I can it. put it on our social media. Yes. By the time this posts, it will be on our social media. Yeah, it's the parent saying, you know, we've done things for you all day because we had gone to a barbecue for the number one child and he got to go to that and play at the park and eat food and have a soda or something. Yes. And then he went to a birthday party at one of those places with jumping things and slidey things. And and he had pizza and more sweets. And Yeah, pizza and one of those head-sized cupcakes and, oh, for goodness and sake. some more soda. And they played laser tag things and jumped and slid and jumped some more. Mm-hmm. And then we came back and he wanted to do yet more things. And, and I said, you may try to do one of these things. And if it doesn't work, we will probably just do things at our house. We will not continue to try to find things for you to do. 
But you never let me go anywhere. We never do anything. I'm so bored. We never do anything I want. You never let me do what I want to. And I'm like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. So he, he might have had a bit of a sugar hangover, too. That's That's also possible, and yeah. Because he was in such bad shape by the end of the night, he fell asleep early. He did, which was good because he needed it. But, but then the next morning... It wasn't good this morning. No. <laughs> you weren't appreciating that. No. The kids know that if they wake up early, they are supposed to stay in their rooms until either they can see an adult up from their doorway or seven o'clock they can come and wake us up. Right. But at 6.40 this morning, there was no adult. No, I was walking. There was a dog. You were out walking, but there was a dog in the hallway, and number I didn't, two decided to come join the dog. I didn't take the dog because I thought maybe the kids would play with the dog at seven when they got up. Oh. Oh, well. Didn't one, of, work. one of them played with the dog at 6.40 when he got up, and the sound of that ruckus outside my door woke me up, and I said, you can go back to your room now because it's not seven yet. I went to the bathroom, and by 6.48, I'm coming out of the bathroom and going down the stairs to find my coffee so that I can be a little bit more human before I have to actually deal with them. And I'm going down the stairs and here he is coming up the stairs. That's not where his room is. No. <laughs> his room was already upstairs. <laughs> yes. And he was already upstairs. So he didn't need to like go, go the long way around to his room. <laughs> nope. But we're getting there. This is still, even with all these little bits, they're, they're huge improvements over what they could have been just months ago. Oh, yeah. And also, I mean, improvements over what I see and what you see in the government and educational system with children who have similar organic challenges and are not being as structurally parented. Yep. Structure is tiring. Structure is tiring. We are glad that our kids are off swimming with the teacher friend because we are all tired out and needed a couple hours to recover. And make a podcast. And make a podcast. Yes, all of our listener friends, you wouldn't get to hear us if there was no teacher friend. So we're grateful for her. Yes, because now you might even have time enough to edit it and to retrieve it from whenever Microsoft loses it this week. Ugh. And then... We haven't had any trouble since that first week after the update. It seems to be working okay. I had to uninstall and reinstall the audio card drivers and yeah, but I, I made it work. And since then it hasn't had any more troubles. Where was it hiding? It was hiding underneath the new update. Right. So I had to uninstall it and reinstall it on top of the new update. Because it was assimilated. <laughs> Yes, that's another thing number one child said. Resistance is futile. You will be upgraded. Yes, and he was talking about Microsoft Windows, as well. Yes. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Microsoft is the Borg, but anyway. Yes. Is that it for now? That is it. We can turn some air back on. Halla-fucking-luya. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time! 
We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it or something. Can, can I scoot this closer to you? Yeah. You're coming out real soft. Okay. Ding. <laughs> Did you want me to do that again? If it's not too much trouble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>